Hello and welcome to The Dungeon, a Minecraft podcast, episode 7. Today we will dig into Minecraft's three player types, adventurer, technical and builder. Let's dig straight into it. Well actually before we dig straight into it, I'm just going to say if I'm quite a little bit quiet, that's because I'm recording this late at night. Um, I don't have time tomorrow because we're going on a day trip. So this should, it should come out tomorrow. Anchor has something that lets me pre-record the episode, which is good. But I guess we'll get straight onto it. Also, I do have some very good news. We have picked out the two kittens we're going to adopt. They are called Frankie and Phoebe, and they're very cute. They are six, seven weeks now. And we should get them in a few days. They're going back to get desexed, all five kittens. And then, and mum as well, mum cat. And then only two kittens will come back with us. And I'm very much looking forward to that. For my Minecraft life, I've been, I recently got my friend, um, I'm my friend on my Minecraft dungeons. And so we now play together. I'm level 50. He's level 151. So the maximum level. So we, um, I finally managed to get through Creeper Woods on Adventure Difficulty, the maximum Adventure Difficulty, um, very easily because he did all the work. Uh, for podcast news, I don't have it up right now, but I do know we passed 100 starts and we're like at 20 listeners, which is very cool. I have never had anything like this happen to anything I've really done at all before. Oh yeah, for my also for my Minecraft life, that's not Minecraft Dungeons, for ordinary Minecraft. I started the new creative world. You know how you know how I had that old void world for my computer, reset all my Minecraft stuff. I made a new one and it's looking ten times better. And I'm gonna I've already instead of copying wall designs off Google, I've just taken I've made my own design rather, and I'm very happy with how it turned out. It kind of suits into suits. I don't know. It kind of fits into our main topic because that points out that I'm more of the builder type. Um, I guess we'll get straight into our endstone bricks. I know it's very specific, but it's the first block that came to mind when I was writing my notes. So endstone bricks, endstone bricks generate naturally in end cities in the end, in the outer end islands. So the good things about it are none. I spent 20 minutes trying to think up of a good reason about endstone bricks, but I could not. For the bad things, first of all, they're an ugly colour. They're already they're an already used texture, the brick te- brick texture is the stone brick texture, and they are generally ugly. Rating one out of ten. For improvement, I would like to see unique brick textures. So, like with nether brick, it's smaller bricks, they more like cubes. Maybe he have heave. Maybe have these bricks be more elongated, more upwards make them different and make it more strange because the end is more of a has more of a strange vibe around it and I think that'd be cool if we could add something like that. Also, um make it make it an uncraftable block. So that makes it more valuable. So if builders want to build with it, which is highly unlikely, which is because it's very ugly, if builders want to build with it then they'll have to do more exploring rather than just mining a bunch of endstone. It makes it a lot more fun to gather that resource. Um I would also like to change the colour because it's the exact same as endstone colour. I'd like to see both their colours change actually, endstone and endstone bricks and all the endstone plus variants, all those variants. 
I'd like to see more of a maybe more of a deeper yellow, kind of more like a dandelion yellow, but not that bright. Maybe maybe like a sunset yellow. I'm looking at the sunset right now, so it kind of gave me the idea. But if I also look in the other direction, I can see the sky just before it's turning yellow, and that's exactly the end zone color, and it looks gross. Um, that's about sums up our end stone bricks. Actually, before we go, I'd also like to say that may if we're going to make endstone bricks uncraftable maybe make patches of them because I did an end update episode with Alex maybe make patches of endstone this is adding on to our ideas have patches of endstone bricks to generate around them around the ponds like the end oceans and stuff we made up if you don't know what I'm talking about go back and listen to episode 5? yeah 5 episode 5 I think, if I'm wrong, correct me. Um, I guess we get onto our structure review, and we are reviewing the village, which generates in plains biomes, spruce forest biomes, I couldn't remember the actual name for it, uh, savannah, and the some certain snowy biomes, I'm not sure what they are, and deserts, which I didn't write on my notes, but I just remembered off the top of my head. The good things about villages are the villagers, who spawn in them, and the main thing about them is their trades. The bad things about villages is that they got pretty bad houses, um, but I suppose that's a hint from Mojang saying, these villagers aren't very good builders, maybe if you're the builder type, come and improve them. Um, and they, village houses also generate weirdly, like you see them at the bottom of a canyon, you get their paths start at the top of the, um, the cave, then go into the cave, and then where the cave stops it goes back up. So the villager ends up pathfinding into a cave, and then zombies spawn in caves. And then of course zombies target villagers as enemies, and then the villager dies. Which is sad and very annoying. For a rating of villagers, I would give them a 9 out of 10. They're a very good structure, and they're definitely, what, they're definitely a great structure that most people use in their survival worlds. For improvements, I'd have them generate bridges over canyons and caves just to make it and walk over them, because I have often seen um, villagers' paths generate at the start of a canyon, then it just slopes down, then there's the bottom of the canyon, then up again. And I saw a desert village generate a little bit into a mesa biome, and it generated on one of those shattered... I think it's a shattered variant of the mesa biome, it generated on one of the um, terracotta pillars, which was quite funny, the part of the farmland did. And also, better houses, maybe not a um, huge amount better, just add a little bit more detail. They are extremely boring. They don't give any inspiration at all. Um, and with people who don't like watch YouTube, Minecraft YouTube videos, and they don't know building tips, really, unless they make up their own. And so maybe have the village houses inspire a few building tips, but maybe the player has to upgrade them, upgrade them a little bit. I'd like to see that. For Minecraft news, I still cannot find the website. I can all I can only see the official releases like 1.18.1, 1.18.2, and I can't see the snapshots. I do know there are bedrock betas coming out, but I can't I can't re access the release change logs. Please email the link if you know it. First of all, what are these things? Well, first and. I said first of all, an adventurer player is the type of person who will run around collecting loot, never really settle down. They like seeing the landscape, um, running around, exploring all the biomes, getting achievements. I, I know because I'm, I'm part of 
I'm a kind of adventurer myself, and I do like getting achievements. I like gathering blocks and getting trophies, for one. And what about the technical player? Well, the technical player is the person who is really into redstone and all the um, command blocks and stuff like that. I'm a little bit technical. I know some command blocks and I know very basic redstone, but I'm not very good. And then, of course, there's a builder player, which is very self-explanatory. Builders like to gather stuff to build. Wow. Builder. Build. Builders build. Um, but builders also tend to make things that are strangely massive. Like once, I built a mountain. I don't know why. I felt like it. It was on the realm. My friends were on... I, it was a flat world. Well, it was a um, customized flat world. It had, like... 50 layers of dirt and then bedrock, um, and I built a mountain because I thought the thing looked too flat. I only finished it a while ago and I still have the world save. Um, when Mojang adds a feature, I also notice that they try to fit it to at least two of these categories. So a random feature I'm going to pick off the top of my head are structures. Structures have loot most of the time, they have different blocks. And sometimes they have redstone, so that's like, redstone is in the, what's it called, jungle temples, and a little bit in desert temples, because of the TNT trap. Um, but structures normally have loot, which is for the adventure, and I suppose you could use the builder as well if they want to use like diamond blocks or emerald blocks, whatever in their build. Um, they have different blocks, that's great for the builders, because you can get like, dark oak logs if a pillager outpost spawns in a plains biome and there's no dark oak forest around and there's dark oak logs for you um and also the redstone is great for technical people if they are like more of a just started a world and they come across one of these things they can quickly grab the redstone from the temple or the pressure plate from the whatever it's called desert temple and I like how Mojang does that um because it they're trying to fit the game to all their, all their players, viewers, players, I don't know what they're called, but all their, let's just go with players. They try to fit a feature to most of their players, try to please as most of their players as possible. Um, how, the, how do these categories fit into Minecraft? So first of all, the adventurer. Minecraft terrain is very random and very kind of spectacular in a way like it generates completely randomly you could have a mountain going up to 256 blocks or maybe even past the 300 limit is that even possible um and then it swoops down again to a massive canyon right down to deep slate level um it's very the terrain the terrain is very well thought out especially after the 1.18 update because it used to be there's a plains biome which is a flat biome then there's the savanna biome which is a flat biome and there's the um flower forest biome which has small hills and then there's a mountain extreme hills biome which is a mountain biome but now you could have a hilly plains biome or a flat mountain biome that sounded weird maybe it goes up into a peak and then it has more flat tops or you could have a massive pointy savannah which well there's shattered savannah so that's not a good that's not a good example maybe a massive shattered oak forest with massive pointy mountains going upwards kind of like amplified worlds amplified worlds are just a random fun fact amplified worlds were an accident they were accidentally made in the game's code and 
and they turned up like whatever it is then stop they edited one thing in the code and it did that to the terrain and they made it a world type I think that's kind of cool how accidents end up going into Minecraft um but for the technical player of course there is redstone in Minecraft again this is going back to the topic of how the categories fit into Minecraft um, the technical player has redstone everywhere around them if they just dig down a few blocks and then of course there's redstone in the um, structures that we talked about earlier um, and then redstone people is also well, for redstone people it's automation and Minecraft has a way of automating automatic sugarcane farm, bamboo farm there's even stuff like raid farms I actually built on myself and I didn't do it properly and it didn't work but it was still got me so many totems of undying and stuff like that is for the technical players who want to conquer the Minecraft world and make so they can just sit back and do nothing while everything happens around them. I mean, some people find that boring, me specifically. I'll build a sm small few farms, just to, a few small farms rather, just to help me going so I don't have to manual manually farm sugarcane and stuff like that. But I won't build massive farms in survival. Um, for the builder, Minecraft is very built around the builder, built around the builder, no pun intended. Um, there's, of course, all the wood types immediately, then you've got grass, which isn't exactly a building block, but if you want to build a path, it is. Then you've got the, um, villagers who introduce oak, introduce planks, and then you've got exposed stone and the ores and the ore blocks. Basically, every block in Minecraft can be used to build. Um, and there are already a few structures in-game, so that inspires builders. The game, I think, is if maybe even unfairly, is centred, well not centred, but closely related. Whenever they add a feature, it always seems to include builders. Like, even for the skulk, that includes builders, because you can use that in abandoned city. And we're getting abandoned cities, the deep dark abandoned cities in 1.19, but if we wanted to build your own. What about other categories? Are there other categories that could be in Minecraft? So stuff like, or well, I myself am a little bit of everything. I'm mostly an adventurer, a little bit builder, and a tiny bit of technical. So that is that a whole new category? I suppose not. Are there like, are there completely other new categories like caver category? I suppose that'd be an adventure category. I can't think of any categories off the top of my head, but if you have any ideas, email me at thedungeonideas at gmail.com and send me your ideas. I'd like to see that a lot. I haven't had any emails in a while. Actually, that's not true. I had an email from Callum. He said that he... I can't... I don't have it here in front of me because my computer's charging right now. But I, he said some very nice things, so thank you a lot, Callum. Um, how do... I can't read my notes. How each category would play the game. Ah, oh, so an how would, say, for instance, an adventure category play the game compared to a builder? We'll start with adventurer then. An adventurer would more play the game. They're more the, I find that adventurer people are more the speedrun type. They will run around, they do the early game progression as fast as they can. And then once they get all the stuff they need, they kind of make a very small base. Um, I've done this in a world where I get a lodestone as fast as I can. 
which I know a lot of people say is a waste of a netherite ingot, but I disagree if you're an adventurer, because then you can make a lodestone, put a compass onto it. Um, I normally make two compasses, just in case. And then you can go as far as you want, and you can always find your way back home without taking coordinates, because I find taking coordinates takes your way out of the game. Um, and then with, like, in my adventurer house was a very small house. I didn't put much effort into it, and I more just explored... Uh, the world download was 5.4 gigabytes, um, which is a little bit, so you can tell that I explored a lot in that world. To be fair, I had a few friends on that world as well. But, yeah, that's about it for adventurers. For technical players, I find that technical players will kind of do uh, rush the early game progression, then find a good place to settle down, and then they'll settle down and they'll immediately go mining for redstone, and then they'll get into the nether to get quartz for some redstone components. Then they'll immediately build all the automated farms and put sections for all the farms. And they like plan out every farm that they're going to make. So they automate everything as soon as they can. Um, and then they, when they get to early, late game, they use all these farms to help them. So they hardly have to mine at all. Like, there are even automated mining farms, like a tunnel bore with, like, some sort of minecart system. I don't understand it. But there are ridiculous, ridiculous farms out there. Like, really massive farms. I don't get how people could build this in survival. Like, the raid farm I made, I've seen people build it in survival, and they make it look easy. But I built it in creative, and it took me, like, what, an hour? Not an hour. Took me like half an hour, which is kind of stupid for one simple farm. Like it's not a simple farm. But or technical players also try to take advantage of every aspect of Minecraft, and I personally don't like to do that. But that's just me. Um, for the builder category, I know that the builder category seems to they play everything slowly. They'll go through the early game. And instead of just breaking the minimal amount of logs they need, if you like, if you're doing a speed run, they'll break like two or three trees. Then they'll make their tools, and then they'll mine a stack and a half of stone. And then they'll, when they're caving, they'll mine every ore. Like, oh, there's some copper over there. I'll go mine it. Oh, there's some coal, even though I've already made three stacks of torches. There's stuff like that. And then when they get to the late game, they often collect certain resources like. Netherite blocks. I find that netherite blocks have a great texture. Or ancient debris, which is a texture like nothing else in the game, and use them to texture their builds. And then while they're building their base, their base starts small and then just expands and it gets better and better and it gets bigger and bigger. Um, there are a few videos that I've watched where people have massive bases, have like the 100 day, surviving 100 days in Minecraft by Forge Labs, I think it is. Um, stuff like He's a builder, and he's very good, and he starts with a small base, and he just makes it bigger over the 100 days, and by the end it looks really cool. Like, he spends four or five Minecraft days just working on his base, which makes for not exactly exciting videos, but he does a very good job of it. Um, that's about all I've got for how each category would play the game, and that kind of sums up our main topic. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of The Dungeon, a Minecraft podcast. You can email me at thedungeonideas at gmail.com. I repeat, thedungeonideas at gmail.com. In the trailer, I made a mistake and said, 
thedungeon at gmail.com, but that is not correct. Please email my proper the proper email address, and I will read out your emails on the show if I have my computer with me. Um, thank you to Callum, who sent me an email this week. And also, if I get something like 50 or 100 viewers, I might open a Discord, listeners rather than not viewers, I might open a Discord server where you can all hang out. I have a few um, very, very weird screenshots of bugged terrain. I found a lot of it in 1.18, and I don't really have anything for anybody to share with it, and that makes me lonely. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of The Dungeon, and I'll see you in episode 8.